If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the google store itunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and i'll see you all in podcast community San Diego. The hidden path that stirs up demons. Sometimes evil is such a part of one's everyday life, such as a fixture in the decor of people who mostly walk with their heads down and their eyes proverbially shut, that it's easy to miss. Now there may be such a place um, in Valencia Park in San Diego, a community defined by its socio-economical and architectural diversity. Um, it crosses its crosswalks dotted with palm trees and its proud residence. It also, some say, defined by the sinister force which exudes emotional um, exudes emotions from somewhere within its borders. Nestled in the trees behind a series of houses, along a bend in Elk Street, there is a path. Now, if you were to look at it from the street, you wouldn't notice a lot about it. Perhaps, you know, other than the fact that it's just shaded and therefore somewhat darker than surrounding areas that are brightly lit in the San Diego desert community. But if you were to move closer, and if local rumors are to be believed, you probably shouldn't. 
you might be seeing things, hearing things, even smelling things that you'd be like, uh, yeah, no. And chances are none of them are good. A domain of evil it is, says a passing skateboarder in a pretty decent imitation of Yoda from Star Wars. He's smiling, but his face changes. In all seriousness, dude, I wouldn't go there. And I definitely wouldn't go there at night if you know what's good for you. What one wonders, is that the worst that can happen? A couple of my friends took a path one day on a dare, he says. I note that he is a chain smoker, and talking about this seems to make him nervous. Each new cigarette shakes in his fingers as he lights it and he smokes it. You couldn't pay me enough money to do that, but then they did. And you know what? Apparently, the uh, skateboarder's friends survived, but received the fright of their lives. Something flew at them, dude. I mean, something like, I don't know, bats, except they had human faces and they were screaming. My friends. <laughs> My friends came away crying, and it wasn't too long after that that one of them moved away to Phoenix. I haven't heard anything from him since. The dimly lit path is home to some serious overgrowth. Overgrowth of trash weeds. Sorry. And old gnarly trees, which seem to have lived well past their prime. A smell of old garbage pervades, and everywhere along the path, one can come across all sorts of refuse. It's hard to miss in general aura of evil, whether one leaves the safety of the street or um, and walks in tall grass. Whether or not local engines are true, one certainly cannot ignore the fact that some of the residents in the area reportedly have come into contact with the forces of evil, or sometimes even just itself. So if I were you, I'd be very careful. That kind of sounds like the trail up here in Pasadena, where um, it's a whole different vibe. If you get lost up there. Weird. Second story. Now this one happens to take place in San Clemente. Um, just a little bit north of San Diego. Now, if you've never driven the 5 or you're not from California, the 5 is a freeway, interstate, however you want to call it, that starts at the Mexican border in California. And travels all the way up to Washington State. So basically, the five runs parallel to the Pacific Ocean. So at some given point, you will be looking out to the ocean if you're driving north to your left, if you're driving south to your right. It's a beautiful view, trust me. Every time I go to San Diego, I literally enjoy the view because... um. The Pacific Ocean is to my right, and it's kind of cool because the two, there are two bases um, on the five. Camp Pendleton with the Marines. Um, usually you see them out in the desert area of the five training. You see a lot of the um, military dropping, I guess, their equivalent to Rangers or whatever um, from the Blackhawks. Uh, and then a little further down, 
is the naval, the navy base. So you'll see a lot of um, uh, battleships and cruisers and aircraft carriers out docked in the um, uh, Pacific Ocean right off the coast. So it's it's a real cool drive, especially if you hit the um, lookout point. So, well, anyways, getting back to my story. Sorry, I got a little distracted there. Now, this story is about a road that leads to hell in San Clemente. So if you need, if you're coming from, from a San Diego um, north, you're going to hit like uh, San Diego, La Jolla, Del Mar, Encinitas, um, Oceanside, and then there's Camp Pendleton, Naval Base, um, and then it is San Clemente, and then after San Clemente, San Onofre, the nuclear power plant, which here in California we call them the, the nipples, because the two um, domes from a distance look like boobs, so we call them the nipples. Same thing, um, if you're going south, it is basically San Onofre, San Clemente, and proceeds further down. Anyways, getting back to the story. Um, and the I-5 going north or south has awesome views if you are driving on a stretch facing the um, Pacific Ocean. So it's awesome. You, you guys need to try it out. Now, the I-5 not only connects major cities along the state, but it crosses through it from its most southern to the most northern point, making it a good choice for those who like to drive along the coast. Like I said, north to south, south to north. The only problem is that with such a long highway, you have to cross smaller roads that take you to places you might want to see and locations which you would rather never end up. Which is true because along the five there are smaller um, highways. Um, state highways uh, so there's a little it's like it's it's a real cool drive that's all I gotta say now it is blended in with its surroundings um, enough to if you miss it um, you wouldn't know it was there unless you actually knew it was there okay now steering the car to the right you take a sharp turn now you'll find yourself driving on a rustic, long, winding road that seems to never end. Sometimes, or something, you will feel um, that there's something there. So, you know, you get that feeling. A lot of people get a feeling like a, mm, yeah, no, I don't know what's here. One of those things. Now, they said that the road is full of terrors and horrifying things that it must be the, the door to hell itself. I wouldn't say necessarily. I've never been on the road. Um, I've driven, like I said, driven up and down the five. So I can't speak of it because then I, now I want to go find it and see what it is. Now, stories that surround it are horrible to even listen to, according to local people. And those same local people will warn you against driving on this road unless you want to meet a terrible fate. Okay. 
Um, how do they know? But all right. Um, now there is no shortage of rumors of people who went looking for the road and never returned. Um, some presume they found it, and what happened to them, nobody knows because they've never heard from them again. Now, a man who decided to not disclose his name tells that he found his friend's car dumped empty and on the side of the road days after his buddy told him he found a long dirt road on the side of the I-5. Um, we don't call it I-5, just call it the 5 freeway. Um, but whatever. Um, now, the man states his pal said that he wanted to know where the winding road led. A few days later, his abandoned car showed up, but never saw the friend again. Now, from that moment, you, from the moment you take the turn on the road, like, you get the feeling that you're entering another world. Um, and the deeper you go, the darker the feeling, the more sinister feeling you get. Another man explains that he found himself on the road by accident where he's steering right and he took the wrong turn and he ended up being lost. Now, he remembers driving more than half an hour in his truck before he realized he was lost. Now, he states that um, he started looking for a place to turn back and suddenly realized that he was isolated in the middle of nowhere with nothing but vastness around him. He got scared for some reason and started driving back to the highway as fast as he could. But then things caught up with him and he heard distant screams and moans that literally followed him all the way to the five. Now, um, it was like hearing people, he said, burning in hell. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what he said. Now, many people aren't sure if this road is a road between the two worlds. Is it a road that... Um, is an area that emits this weird, strange feeling. Um, no one really knows, um, because not many people know about this road. But, but, I must say that it's something that has piqued my interest, because I am one to, like, ooh, okay, so this is as demonic Heebie-jeebies, let's, let's go check it out. And um, I shouldn't, but I do it anyways. So this right here will be on my bucket list. Well, these two locations, the park in San Diego, and this one will be my, my two locations that um, I'm going to look into. I do have uh, I'm making a trip to San Diego next month so I'll probably be looking for more um not more um, looking for the park and trying to figure out the park and then trying to find this road dirt road because I know um down the five there's like a little camp camping RV stop along the five because you have a lot of the Amtrak trains that drive down the coast um, and people go camping and then there's a path that leads to the ocean that's like right between San Onofre and Cap Pendleton um, with a bike path and stuff like that so I may just have to swing by one day and go camping 
on reach <laughs> and see where this is. Um, but like I said, that's the only thing I can think of that has maybe a dirt road um, because I'm looking further and I'm kind of picturing further down the five. And yes, they're doing construction on the five. So a lot of the five is getting widened widened because um, of traffic. And just to give you an guys' idea, I know north, you guys in the East Coast, you have some major traffic that back there, like New York City, downtown, I guess New York is really bad at traffic. Here we are notorious for, I think, a couple of our freeways that are gridlocks. Five being one, the 405 being number two, the 10 being number three. And depending on um, the time of the day, the 405, the 710, the 605 could be at a standstill. So all those freeways, anything after 2 p.m. Pacific time, if you don't leave your job by 2 p.m., you are literally in gridlock. Um, after. Um, so the widening of the freeway could have moved or could have, um, I guess removed this dirt road. But then again, I have to do, I have to drive down the coast because, um, if you're going, uh, south to north, you're basically hitting the hills all the way up. The coast like up going toward LA you're hitting coast and mountains and and road and you know like desert and it could be on that side but if you're coming north to south um you have the Pacific Ocean so I think it's probably on the no south to north going toward LA side um, because there's a lot of um, land there and I know the area around Cap Pendleton um, is federal, so there's a lot of do not enter signs. Um, trespassers will be shot um, kind of thing. So it could be like off of Las Pulgas Road. It could be before, after Pendleton and then the naval base. So it's like got to try and figure out where this dirt road is again. Road may no longer exist for the fact is that of the winding of the freeway. So it's, you know, you just got to try to hit, hit and miss, try to find it and do a little investigation. But with that being said, two short, really, really short stories. I mean, not even stories is like freaking opinions. But, um, yeah, a good part stretch of the five freeway is ridiculously haunted. Um, I know the five going into San Diego is haunted, um, because you have a lot of the San Diego missions and a lot of the, uh, Native Americans. You had a lot of, again, if you go back to history, a lot of the Mexican Indians, you know, the natives from Mexico lived in this area. And then you had when it was part of Mexico. So, um... So a lot of those missions are haunted by the priests and stuff like that. 
So um, San Diego is rich with hauntings. I mean, you have the Whaley House. You have um, Coteldo Coronado. You have a couple locations that um, are active, that I've been to, that I've felt a lot of shit. Felt shit in the Whaley House. Um, felt it, heard it, and recorded it. Got it on video with two other people in the room, and all this shit went down while we were all asleep. So that was trippy in itself. Um, the Whaley House also, where there was four people. We all went in there for a tour. You know, you have weird shit. I could have swore I saw a little dog running around. Turns out that the tour guy said that there is a dog that's usually seen, so I saw a little dog running around. Um, also, it was a, a courthouse, so there was hangings. There was a suicide on the property. So, I mean, San Diego, I, these stories are, you know, San Clemente isn't technically in San Diego, but San Juan Capistrano, the mission, um, was destroyed in an earthquake back in the day, and it was rebuilt, and if you walk that mission, you will feel it. That mission had a lot of things, and when I, again, went ghost hunting, and when I walked with my friends this particular mission, I heard a lot of screaming, I heard a lot of crying, I heard a lot of things falling, I heard a lot of, you know, rumbles and stuff like that. I couldn't put two into here because I'm hearing all this stuff and I'm walking around and I go, there's no, what are these people screaming? And nobody was screaming. But this is stuff that I heard that I was in tune with. Turns out the mission was, uh, an earthquake hit in early in the morning, destroyed the church, so, you know. So San Clemente and San Juan Capistrano are relatively semi-close to each other so um you might want to check those out um but other than that you know i will look into this stuff and i will see um what i come up with and i will let you all know so you'll have a wonderful night take it easy and i will talk to you later bye Thank you.